Are you disturbed by the ups and downs of the economy? The nature of speculation is that you make more losing decisions than you make winning decisions. Are you dissatisfied with the usual mainstream analysis? Well, Albert, maybe you know. Maybe that's the answer. <laughs> then join us for a critical discussion about the economy and the events that will shape your financial future. I don't know uh, where the market's going. Nobody knows. You're listening to The Economy. And those of you who are from Canada. With Albert K. Liu. You have a lot of explaining to do. And welcome to The Economy on iHeartRadio. Thanks for joining me today. This is your host, Albert K. Liu. It's great to be with you for another episode of the show where we discuss the economy and the events that will shape your financial future, as well as various other miscellaneous things. Uh, pretty wild day today in the market. It's uh, 2.42 Central time here in Houston, the markets are you know about 20 minutes away from closing, and we started uh, way down, um, about a hundred points down on the Dow after a really bad jobs report, and uh, so I got a lot to say about that. Gold up about two percent um, in in uh, that flurry of trading, up 2.6 actually, up 31.90 now, gold to 12.44.50. So lots going on there. Uh, looking forward to talking about that, but I uh, have a lot of other stuff I want to discuss with you. Um, following up on yesterday's episode, more comments coming from YouTube. And, um, you know, guys, if, uh, if any of you have been listening for a while, I mean, this show has been going on for several years on iTunes, uh, you better get in here with some comments because this YouTube audience is going to steal the show away from you. <laughs> They're gonna they're gonna drive the agenda here, and you might not like the way it goes. I got a, a couple follow up comments on the hair discussion. Chris getting in there with a hair bomb. <laughs> um, the Druin, I still don't know how to pronounce that handle. The the Druin uh, comments. Thanks for appreciating my humor. That's following up on uh, yesterday's comment. Humor. You must be uh, in the UK or Canada, the way you spelt that. Um, this is funny. Always enjoy your videos for what it's worth. I could totally, you could totally rock the K-pop. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Appreciate that. And I, in fact, I almost did for a while there. Uh, Metalbone gets in, and this is really funny. Um, always the insightful comments, right? So talking about this. Uh, this bridge incident in Boston with uh, Larry Summers getting stuck, not being able to get to work, complaining. Uh, my question was, you know, what's changed since 1912 that a bridge takes so long to maintain uh, where it took less than a year to build? Uh, Metalbone gets in here and says, uh, okay, so the, the number of commuters is much greater now. So DOT chose to keep the bridge open. I wonder why you know so much about that. Are you in the Boston area? Uh, so they kept it open while performing the upgrades rather than closing it. That actually makes sense. That actually makes sense. Although it didn't help much, these guys are still getting stuck in traffic. It says not excusing the work plan, just explaining that the traffic conditions and bridge standards are now different today. Fair enough. Good point. Um, but, <laughs> but then right after that, he gets in uh, with the blast on the hair. Not to be a pain, but if you can post the pics of your K-pop cut, that would be much appreciated. The wife is hooked on K-dramas and would get a kick out of it. 
Okay. You know, I'd love to help you out there, but I think I may have misled you. First of all, there are no pictures that I know of. And second of all, um, it never got quite to the point <laughs> of being a K-pop style. My point was it was heading in that direction, and it was heading there pretty quickly at the end. So I had to pull the plug on that. Um, this was when I was in the Bay Area last year. Probably spent five months there, actually. I was there for a long time. And uh, end up fi um, finding this Korean place to get my hair cut. And incidentally, guys, I don't know what it is, but the Korean salons are the best for men's hair, hands down. Just I'm just talking just skills-wise. Those people know what they're doing. Um, I've been to some good barber shops, and you know, but they, but they can't meet match the skills that we're talking about here. And I always thought that was interesting, but I never questioned it. Once I discovered it, I just if I could find a Korean place, I would just do it. I have no idea why, uh, but it's kind of interesting. Last year, uh, I just kind of shared that insight with my wife, and I said, you know, I don't know why this is the case, but it is, and that's where I go if I have a choice. And in the case of the Bay Area, I drove from San Jose to Santa Clara <laughs> to find this place. So I was quite serious about that. And uh, when I told her, she was thinking about it. She says, you know what? When I was in college, I had a bunch of Korean friends. And my Korean guy friends, they were extremely particular about their hair. Interesting. You know, second data point. Uh, that would make sense, right? If you have a focused and uh, uh, particular clientele that would force you to up your games. Maybe that's happened here, I don't know. I have no idea, I have no insight. I don't have Korean heritage, so never been to Korea, have no idea. All I know is they know what they're doing. Um, my only complaint was that you know I asked her or gave her the same directions I, I gave everyone else, which is you know just give me like a normal business cut, right? Um, that's what I'd been, you know, doing, and that's what I asked her to do, and she did it really well for a while. But then it just started drifting, and you could see like it was kind of, it wasn't K-pop, but like I said, it was going in that direction very quickly. So no pictures, although if I get enough encouragement, maybe I'll try. Maybe I'll go for it again. <laughs> okay, so um, so that's it. Um, what else we got here? Yeah, that's it. That's it about the hair. It's it's kind of funny actually that I introduced this topic by saying this is not a hair show, yet I seem to have quite a bit to say about it <laughs> for someone who who claims to not be interested um, in that. And I, I was thinking about it today. So there's this stuff that that I put in my hair um, that I got from one of these places, and you know comes in a container that looks like it should have shoe polish in it but it has some kind of like cream or something like that. And there are two things I noticed about it. The first thing is you put this stuff in your hair and it creates the appearance of like this incredible volume, right? So you can take someone with not very thick hair and create this look like your hair is just like dense, densely packed. And so the first thing I'm thinking is, man, why can't Donald Trump get a hold of some of this stuff. And then he wouldn't have to do that weird, you know, <laughs> that weird thing that he does with his hair. That was the first thought. But the other thought is that this stuff is white. 
I've had some that were clear. This particular one is white. Okay. I don't know if they made it white or if, if it is, is white, but it's white. And the consequence of that is if I don't really like rub, like spread it around, like, you know, with my hands, then there's some like white streaks and my hair looks like I'm going gray, which is not, like, not the look I'm going for. Um, but then I was thinking, you know, if they can do that, why don't they make this stuff in colors that, you know, if you are going gray, you put it in and then it makes your hair look normal. <laughs> Just a thought. Just a thought. Okay, so, so the big news today uh, in the markets was that the jobs uh, report came out for May and it was 38,000 non-farm payroll jobs, which is <laughs> crazy crazy. What they expected was 164,000. So this is bad even for economists. And then revisions, downward revisions to the March and April numbers, um, really bad. Also a 0.2 drop in the participation rate. So all of this is bad news. And if you look at uh, what's going on um, what the headlines are in, in light of this. Um, they're saying, oh, people are flipping out. Bond traders um, see uh, wipe June Fed hike off the table on job market stunner. Uh, U.S. adds fewest number of jobs in almost six years. Crazy. Treasury surged by most since September as job growth stalls. Okay, all this stuff. And then I like this one. Fed again left with egg on its face as recovery falters. That's an interesting headline. Um, you can see how the media is complicit or cooperative in the message messaging from the Fed here. First, um, left with egg on its face, basically suggesting that the Fed didn't like this data. And uh, as recovery falters, of course, the assumption that this is a recovery at all. <laughs> very misleading. Uh, I would say that the Fed is not at all unhappy with this. In fact, this is wonderful if you're Janet Yellen. The whole time you've been telling people, well, the whole time means just since the last time they spoke, I guess, that, uh, you know, we're ready. A, a rate hike would be appropriate. Remember that? Uh, that speech she did somewhere, I forget where it was, uh, Harvard or somewhere. A rate hike will be appropriate if da-da-da-da-da, conditions continue. Well, guess what? Conditions just changed. How wonderful. Now they have an out. Right now they have an out. You know, we were going to do that rate hike. Oh, we wanted to do it so badly. We were just, you know, finger on the button. But what can we do? Jobs. Jobs don't look good. We're going to have to watch the situation closely. <laughs> right? I mean, we still have uh, a way to go uh, as far as the Fed timeline goes and they could still change their mind three or four times. Uh, so we're going to have to watch watch the market now. And of course, the next time she gets to speak, which is pretty darn soon, actually, um, she's going to have to tell people again that, um, you know, we still could hike, right? Even though the data has just said the opposite of that, she's going to have to flip around and take the other side. And I uh, saw a post just now, actually, on uh, Zero Hedge. Uh, that didn't take long. Fed's Brainerd goes full dove one week after Yellen's hawk extravaganza. 
in a way that only Zero Hedge could put it. Um, yeah, the you know the the speaking tour has begun, right? So uh, you know, look at this data, right? We can't can't hike now, can't hike now. And uh, I think Yellen is going to come back and say, no, we still we still might. Uh, just jumping back and forth. You know, she's she's very happy to do that. And uh, she's going to tell us that, you know, uh, whatever, excuse me, you know, I'm having lunch later on today, and it's a live lunch. Could come out of there and announce a rate hike. <laughs> you never know. Uh, ben and I are having afternoon tea um, at the plaza, and it's a live tea, right? Dinner's live, too. Anything could happen. Uh, but the truth is they really, they really don't want to hike, and, and this has given them exactly what they need. So don't see anything happening there anytime soon. Um, and the market seems to be agreeing uh, that the Fed is at least looking right now like it's not going to hike. I want to end with uh, just some comments about Donald Trump. I saw a headline that says Paul Ryan now endorses Trump for president. How wonderful. And uh, I wonder what the libertarians for Trump are thinking now, uh, as you know this goes on uh, on and on. Um, Trump now the nominee, uh, assumed anyway, um, seems to be falling in line. Right now he's got Paul Ryan in his camp. Um, what more do you need to see to conclude that this uh, presidency will be just like all the ones before it? Nothing different. Uh, of course, he had to concede something um, to get this endorsement and, uh, and also all the money he's going to need to uh, wage this campaign against Hillary. I, I just don't see what's left. And I think, um, I, I know he came out and made some comments about um, Bill Crystal recently, which were funny. And he has a, I guess he has a knack for doing this, right? He can make these comments that uh, are funny and uh, against people that, like Bill Kristol, who are, who are you know, not popular uh, in, the, in the libertarian crowd for sure. But what does it mean in the end? It means nothing, right? He's, he made that speech and he said, what, uh, this guy just likes to um, wage war and kill people, and, and obviously, which is horrible. But if you think about it, that's not the reason Trump doesn't like this guy. I mean, think about it. He accuses Crystal of being a warmonger and killing people, but then earlier he said something about liking Putin or being able to work with him, right? So, you know, do the differential diagnosis on that. It has nothing to do with whether the guy's a good guy or a bad guy. My feeling is Trump doesn't like Crystal because Crystal doesn't like Trump. And it's pretty much as simple as that. Uh, but one of these days, I, I don't know. I've been I've been actually debating on this. One. I should try to get um, uh, Professor Block to come back on <laughs> and talk about this. Uh, I don't know if he's still on board with uh, Donald Trump, but it's just it's just hard to defend. But of course, that's what he does, right? That's what that's his claim to fame is defending uh, things like this. So uh, I'll see. Get, give me your feedback on that. Do you want, do you want uh, to go, go at this with Professor Block? Could be fun. Uh, you know, uh, we might learn something that we didn't know. 
uh, before, but right now I'm, I'm looking at this and thinking this is going to be just the same as every other uh, as every other campaign. It might be more entertaining, but in the end, uh, that in itself is is not worth a, worth an endorsement. So that's the economy for Friday, June 3rd. Thanks for joining me again, and stay tuned for more episodes here at PowerMarket.com and at YouTube.com/slash. Power and Market. This is Albert Liu. Till next time, take care. The Economy was brought to you by WB Wealth Management, an independent fee-based financial advisory firm, and the Woodlands Bullion Company, your exclusive source for precious metals. Visit us online at wbadvisors.com. The Economy is produced by WB Wealth Management in cooperation with MixSignal Innovations, LLC. This program is intended for informational purposes only and is not an offer to buy or sell securities or alternative investments. 